This is a Ward Scott Files advisory. The Ward Scott Files podcast may contain material not suited for people who are easily offended. Trust us on this. This show contains adult information and opinions. Please protect small children, sensitive pets, fragile houseplants, and liberal relatives. Thank you. Warthog. He's going to come up the steps. Here he comes. Oh my goodness, and he's huge. Hello, boy. I wonder if we can pet him. Hi, boy. Can we touch him? No, don't. Help me! Help! Help! Not just automobile, by the way. It's a full-service legal uh, firm. And, of course, crime prevention protects us, protects us 24-7. I'm getting a no audio uh, uh, what's sound. needs sound. Okay. Check it. Thank you very much. I've been talking down a well. guess you heard me. Uh, we got sound now. Sorry. I apologize for that. Anyway, let me check the chat line. Sound. Yeah, good now. Plantation Mark says good now. Thank you very much for tuning in with us. We've got to keep everybody alert. It's uh, Ray Stern says back on. All right. So as I was saying, we are in the Mellon Law Studio, protected 24-7, 365 by Crime Prevention. We welcome Julie Lucasio on as a new sponsor here, an all-state agent. Gives back to the community a lot. On-the-spot cleaners, uh, uh, great, great people. Take your clothing to their – they'll take good care of you, good people. Hello, Larry Nagel. Larry Nagel's an – uh, I don't know, four or five uh, a star a listener. Tunes in all the time. Known him for a long, long time and appreciate all of his support. Um, got people all over, people out in Mississippi and this and whatnot. And, of course, 37 platforms that get to uh, spin out there, this stuff that I say 24-7, 365 all over the place. So uh, hopefully I'm on the ball. I, I make a little bit of sense now and then. And I appreciate all of your participation in the chat line. Um, I thought yesterday was a hilarious show. Uh, just by accident, I went back and looked at uh, my accident, I say, because Ted suggested it. I went back and looked at the things that uh, they said about, hello, Jerry, Larry Jones. I went back and looked at the things they said about Ted and the debt ceiling uh, 10 years ago. And, of course, they were doing their smear job of the Tea Party. They thought, I guess they could get two two, uh, two birds with one stone. Um get the tea party, get uh, uh, Ted, and then, you know, cast the Republicans all as a bunch of fools on money. And uh, nothing's changed in 10 years. 
Uh, we went over that door going debt thing really thoroughly yesterday. If you got any questions, go back and look at that show again. And I'll probably do a little rehash right now because the Wall Street Journal is taking a look at it and they've got a very good um, analysis. Rick Reithart checking on. Good buddy of mine. Great Major League Baseball player. Uh, been around the community for a long time. And, um, you know, I appreciate his uh, uh, tuning in with us. Listen, um, um, it is it is a weird world right now. <clears throat> but I want to talk about sports a little bit because I've missed out on it. We had a Memorial Day. We didn't have a show that day. But I just want to go run through some things that are happening. You know, golf, uh, you know, we're champions again in golf. And it stands to reason, wouldn't it? <clears throat> I mean, we got warm climate. We got uh, places to play here. Kids come from want to play here in the Florida. And uh, we are the golf champs, the NCAA, uh, uh, SEC, uh, all that business, golf champ. And we defeated Georgia Tech. And uh, that's no, no light measure. Uh, I always have respected the – I understand, you know, I have a good friend who had a daughter. He taught golf, and she was a captain – of the Ole Miss golf team and went out on the pro tour for a while and I asked her why, uh, asked him why she didn't hang out there for a long, long time. And he said the short game, uh, she could drive it. She could get it on down, uh, toward the hole, but got up close. Boy, it took nerves of steel and all sorts of, uh, understanding of geometry, I guess. And, uh, it was just tough, uh, to compete on that short game. I've never forgotten that. Uh, Golf is not something that I picked up. I played baseball, basketball, tennis, track, all that business, you know, but never the golf. The golf guys were <clears throat> generally country club kids. Uh, they'd grown up from the time they were kids playing with their parents who were members of the golf, uh, country clubs. That's kind of my impression of it. Um, and it certainly helps at any rate to have that kind of, um, kind of leg up on getting started. Basketball is interesting because you can go down to the playground and play a pickup game, which I did for hours and hours and hours. And, um, you know, you can play with great players and, and, and really try to hang with them. That's why you see so many people in the uh, basketball world, the NBA, NBA league, who are just kids that came up through the rough part of town, but this was their sports activity. <clears throat> Excuse me. They could go down the street to the playground and pick up the game and play with great players. So uh, we got a really interesting NBA tournament coming up here now. Uh, you're going to see a fantastic center. Even the other centers, other basketball players in the league, say this guy is the best, maybe the best that's ever. And that's a lot. That's uh, uh, the, the once upon a time, Lou Alcindor, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Uh, you got Bill Russell. You know, you've got a whole lot of great centers. But this guy from Serbia, buddy, I'm telling you, he is something else. They can't handle him. He's a big, strong man. He's a difference in so many ways of what you're going to watch tonight. With, uh, But don't count the Heat out. You know, the Heat are an interesting team that's been put together uh, with a lot of skill. Uh, and they found talent where talent uh, customarily wasn't looked for. So uh, they got a lot of bonding and they understand. They've got a kind of a mentality, a band of brothers, that sort of thing. I got a coach, as I covered one time here, on the – hello, Doug Whitaker is watching from Mexico. Great fan, great friend. Uh, <clears throat> the uh, uh, the team at, uh, uh, has this guy from Serbia, and, you know, he's got to find a way to deal with him. 
but the Heat have got a coach that started out uh, in the in, in the in the locker room going over film. So he's a very good analyst. He's a very good psychologist, obviously, with his team. You know, Udonis Haslam is still with that team. 20 years. I mean, that might be a record at the pros. I don't see him in the game anymore, but he's still on the roster. Um, it's an amazing group of people that they've got together. So you want to watch that tonight. If you get a chance, stay up late, do all that, and take a look at some fantastic athletes. Um, this um, this kid from Serbia, uh, there's a lot of people in the athletic world from Serbia. Right now, if you go to the uh, French Open, uh, of course, you got Djokovic. you got a lot of people, I mean, new names, new faces that have been coming up through uh, the European clay court uh, clubs and all. So, um, uh, <clears throat> I said, Ray, I'm going to take it up in a minute, Ray. Thank you. Um, well, that's what's going on on the basketball NBA circuit. And it's going to be exciting. Um, it's been exciting so far, definitely. Well, University of Florida is going to host a baseball tournament. Uh, they're the number two seed. Uh, they play Friday, uh, uh, Florida A&M. And um, that's going to be uh, good for the community, going to bring money in, going to bring a lot of people in. Uh, they had a problem up in, in Kentucky, and they're regional, because they had several other activities going on there, and they didn't have any room for anybody to stay. Uh, that's amazing, you know, that you run into that kind of problem, but – <clears throat> that's the one they ran into. <clears throat> I'm in a lot of trouble with the, the uh, climate today, so excuse me while I clear my throat. Older I get, it worse it gets, by the way. Uh, talking doesn't help it, but, you know, that's the name of the game. So uh, check it out Friday. You're going to see uh, uh, it's a wonderful place to take kids because, you know, I was watching these kids run around on these kind of grassy hills and chase fly balls. What a wonderful way uh, for the kid to go to the game. That's uh, every kid's dream to get one of those balls. Uh, when I was a young'un, I was with my grandfather one day, and we were riding by the University of Illinois uh, that was playing baseball. And my grandfather stopped to watch it through the fence. I was just a little shaver, and uh, probably, I don't know, five, six years old, I guess. Not very old. But I always remember what I did. It was so dumb, but you got to – that's why I like the kids being on the grassy hill where they're safe. Um, there was a home run hit over the fence at University of Illinois. And instinctively, before my grandfather could grab me, I had jarred out into the street, crossed the street to try to get that ball. Fortunately, there was nothing coming down that street. I never even thought about anything else. I was just going for that ball. So I like the fact that these kids can go to these games and be on these grassy hills bring their gloves, and uh, participate in enthusiasm of trying to catch one of those balls. The uh, the world of the Oakland A's, while we're on baseball, is really pretty much at the bottom of the well. It is um, it is an amazing <clears> – <throat> let me see if I can find the paperwork on this story. It is really something else. Um, and I've talked about it about, oh, I don't know, two or three weeks ago. Um, the Oakland A's are going to have to get out of Oakland – uh, it is one of the, this is in the, uh, uh, out of the sports networks right now. Um, uh, it's one of the worst places to be in major, be, major league baseball history. Okay. Uh, in 2023, the Oakland Athletics have one of the worst 
fan attendances. And embarrassingly, uh, just recently, <clears throat> there was a fan, a single fan, who ran onto the A's field like it was a normal part of the franchise's pregame festivities. Uh, that normally would not happen, you understand, in pro athletics. You would not have a fan running Scott Freaky out on the field. But there's videos circulating. I didn't put it up. We don't have it. Could get it if we wanted it. Uh, online of a fan jumping over the fence and hopping on the field of Oakland Coliseum before the game between the Athletics and the Atlanta Braves. Atlanta Braves are doing very, very well, by the way, and so are the New York Mets, as I understand it. Um, starting at third base, uh, this guy sprinted around the bases in reverse and then went back to his seat with no problem. And as the article points out, if this would have happened at any other ballpark in the league, well, we know the family gets smashed and taken off to the jug uh, or some form of the jug. So the athletics are going to move to Las Vegas. Uh, so we've been talking about that. It's um, sad, you know, but that whole California, that whole world out there is really on the skids. Do you know that in California – and I don't want to pick on them because they're so easy to pick on. In San Francisco, now, you know, we could talk for a moment about San Francisco. You know, Oakland, all this bunch is right out there crowded together. In San Francisco, this is according to Breitbart, families are trying to survive in RVs and trailers because the housing market has forced them into that situation. Uh, the Daily Mail has reported uh, just recently that there was a massive line of vehicles along Highway 101 that wound around the coast for nearly two miles. And the cities in Marion County, Marion County, M-A-R-I-N, Marion County, the average homes, are you ready for this? And it ain't much of a home, by the way. The average home cost $1.4 million. And this is putting large numbers of people out on the road, literally living in their cars, uh, setting up tents. They're not homeless. These are not the homeless and the hungry. These are people who just can't afford housing in California. The average household income in Marin County is $131,000. Uh, now, those with lower incomes, they can't even get in the conversation. Um, the uh, California has lost, and, you know, we've been watching this, about half a million people between the beginning of the coronavirus, and I'm going to have a report and update on that in a minute, and the middle of 2022. And this decline was the worst in the counties of San Francisco and Los Angeles. So um, the, the outlet cited this report from the Public Policy Institute of California. And 61% of California's likely voters said that rising prices were causing un, un, 
unsolvable financial hardship for them. Uh, and a third of them who responded are going to leave the state. Um, so this is not uh, lost on the Oakland A's. I mean, they have taken that place out there and turned it literally into a sewer, the Democratic leadership of that state. <clears throat> California, according to the article here, has over 116,000 people sleeping on its streets, which is the most in the United States. And at the same time, has one of the most expensive housing markets in the country. Huh? Absolutely. There you go. I mean, come on. <clears throat> Finally, uh, Nick Saban. Nick Saban is kind of a, an indicator of a lot of things in college football. And basically what he's saying, and he probably has to say this, is that he supports players getting paid. But then as soon as he says that, and uh, this is quoted in many of the uh, 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 sports outlets, as soon as he said that, he says that the name image likeness system is only going to increase disparity in college football on the unequal playing field. I don't think Florida is one of the better financed teams. Certainly Saban's going to be. Texas A&M is going to be. LSU is going to be. But I don't think Florida's going to be in the mix. We'll see. I know that they are calling me repeatedly to try to get me to renew my season tickets. But as my grandmother used to say, go away, molasses, you done lost your taste. Now, How many more national titles can Saban win? In 16 years at Alabama, he's won six titles, which is one every 2.5 years or so. But he's 71 years old. And Alabama and Saban are sort of essential in many ways to the brand of the SEC. If we ever had an opportunity to be the brand of the SEC, it would have been when Spurrier was a coach. Maybe Meyer, but, you know, we had some shady characters here under Meyer. I don't know what's going to emerge as the brand of the SEC. It'll be interesting to watch. Probably up for grabs. Maybe LSU. They're very well healed if you if you in terms of money, maybe Texas AM. Well, we got Oklahoma and Texas coming in. 
So let's keep our eye on what name, image, and likeness means. I got one story here I want to share with you that has now run its course. And it's been dealt with in the courts. A biological male. Are you ready? A biological male who identifies as a woman. Now, I I, I stopped her. How do you do that? How do you do that? Anybody out there got an idea? Biological male. Now that means on the birth certificate, I hope. And has the male equipment. But identifies as a woman. Was found. Not guilty. Of three counts of indecent exposure. After using the women's locker room at that YMCA in Xenia, Ohio. I gotta scratch my head on that. This guy found a loophole? <clears throat> I mean, you know, what did he have to do to assert he identified? This is Darren Glines, who goes by Rachel. But he has not undergone transgender surgeries. Now, in December of 2022, he was charged with public indecency. After three reports that Glines exposed his gentles, his yin-yangs, he has them, by the way, on three separate occasions. The horror. While using the women's facility between 2021 and 2022. And one of those times, it was out. God forbid, underage girls were present. But lo and behold, justice has decided. Azania Municipal Court Judge David McNamee ruled Friday evening that there were no facts to prove Glines had entered, quote, an area of the YMCA where Glines was not supposed to be, end quote. His Glines' attorneys, someone named Lauren Deaver and Kara Deaver, said in a statement, it's unfortunate not only for her, 
but for the entire community. That the filings of these charges ever occurred. We are grateful that the rule of law and the truth prevail so that MS Glines and the community can move on in peace. Now, here supposedly are the facts of the case. Jacqueline Brockman, Fairborn YMCA Executive Director, testified that Glines had permission from herself, that is, Brockman, and other YMCA employees to use the facility. The YMCA's front desk reportedly told a woman who complained about seeing a naked male in the locker room. Are you ready for this? That Glines was a woman and not to be disturbed. Huh? The YMCA of Greater Dayton this is a quote from the PR people is committed to adhering to Ohio and federal laws and anti-discrimination laws which allow all members access to its facilities and programs etc 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 I don't know. You're asking me? I don't have a clue. I've got a picture of a unisex restroom, bathroom, sign at the exact tech center in the University of Florida campus. Unisex. But that wasn't the case in this Ohio deal. A male equipment present on man was in a women's, women's locker room. Now, let me just put this in here. I ran across this. Now, these laws exist, right? I guess to take care of. I don't know what they exist to take care of. Let me just read this to you. This is from uh, Thursday, May 25th. I ran across this in my little research. What percentage of households in 2020 were same-sex couples? Tick-tock, tick-tock. Tick-tock. What percentage of same-sex couples 
occupied the households in 2020. One percent. Now, I know this is not exactly on topic here. This was a intact male identifying as a female in a women's locker room. Americans in same-sex marriages and partnerships, according to the journal, account for about 1% of households. Same-sex married couples made up 0.5% of the nation's nearly 127 million households in 2020, five years after the Supreme Court legalized such unions nationwide. Same-sex unmarried partners made up 0.4%. Opposite-sex married couples made up 46%. And opposite-sex unmarried partners make up about 7%. About 28% of households are occupied by someone living alone. The remaining 19% live with relatives in a variety of household types. Well, throw all that into the mix and see what you come up with. Federal and state laws in Ohio. Be right back on the Ward Scott Files after a break with the weather. Although the owner of Lewis Oil Company maintains she is 29, Lewis Oil turns 60 years old in June. Chevron would like to recognize the North Florida second-generation family-owned business, celebrating its growth and staying power. Lewis Oil Company maintains significant on-hand supplies, strategically located fuel depots, a delivery fleet, on-site service, fuel card locks, and convenience stores. Lewis Oil Company understands its responsibility in the local economy by providing service and delivery on demand and in crisis. As a first responder for 18 Florida counties and the southeast from Texas to Virginia, we are proud of this rare accomplishment. Lewis Oil delivers. This is Ward Scott, and I want to thank all our sponsors who keep the show going and pay the bills. The Ward Scott Files premium sponsors are Crime Prevention Security Systems, large enough to serve you, small enough to care. Melvin Law, the only official injury partner of the Florida Gators. The Ward Scott Files Gold sponsors are Lewis Oil Company, Shoot GTR, On the Spot Dry Cleaners, RR Construction, and Style Cuts. If you are interested in promoting your business on the show, you can visit our website, www.wardscottfiles.com and click on the Advertise Here banner on the right side of the page or call my friend Freddie at 352-284-3733. Again, thank you to all the great businesses that support the Ward Scott Files. And remember, if you like the show, thank our sponsors and support the businesses that support us. What you just said 
is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. Or that very much surprises me that you've never been tased. You can't handle the truth! All these poop. Oh, warthog. He's going to come up the steps. Here he comes. Oh my goodness, and he's huge. Hello, boy. I wonder if we can pet him. Hi, boy. Can we touch him? No, don't. Help me! Help! Help! Ford's Weather Report brought to you by Lewis Oil. Fossil fuel, yes, sir. Fell up at Chevron Stations. Great supporter of the Ward Scott Files. Well, 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 um, we're sitting around here watching a counterclockwise swirl in the Gulf, a potential storm maker, wondering if it will actually come and bring any rain our way. I don't think it's going to be a heavily wind damage deal, but we sure need to water. We're actually still hauling hay here. Uh, we just don't have enough water. But um, you have to watch the weather, too. When it's given by people in the city, they always don't uh, report the weather uh, rain as a positive. And you can tell they live in the city, and they don't use the water to grow crops or anything. Whereas if it were rural weather, you'd hear it wholly dif- different, uh, differently presented. Uh, this, um, just checking now what's going on with this. Um Taking a look at it, latest update. It is the first official day of hurricane season, by the way, today. And uh, we have these blossoming area uh, of thunderstorms just west of Florida. So over the next few days, it could build into something. Uh, We'll see. Satellite images, radar. It's over the northeastern Gulf of Mexico. Um, There you are. Roughly off of Cape Coral. Water temperatures are in the upper 70s, mid 80s. Right now, the winds are below 39 miles an hour. So we'll see. We'll keep an eye on it. It really could eventually cover all of Florida. All righty. That's Ward's weather for today, so uh, govern yourself accordingly. I just sent production a picture, we'll see if we got it, of a bathroom over at the exact tenor, uh, center at Florida Basketball. We got that production? Should have texted it to you. Take a look. Oh, I got you. Okay, well, my production, I texted it to uh, production to break. I'm having a conversation with production. And so uh, whenever he wants to, get, and he gets it back on the computer, well, we'll, we'll throw it up there. It's kind of interesting. So it's just a picture I took one day. I don't think I ever went in there. But, you know, get, knowing me, I might have said, what the hell? I want to see what this is like. God knows what I'll see in there. Huh? 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 <clears throat> anyway, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Um. Yeah, Ken, you know, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. Uh, 1% of the households are same-sex marriages, if that means anything. Latest on the... Okay, we're going to throw it up right now. Just have a, pic- a picture a picture of it. 
Uh, let's see it pop up on the screen. I'm a little bit behind y'all. There it is. 2106 is the number of that thing. It is the unisex. I, I, I just, just leave that up there for a little while, please, sir. Uh, that just mystifies me. It obviously is up there to satisfy some federal and state law. Um, right adjacent to these, this place is a normal, quote, a normal, a normal male place to go relieve yourself and a normal female. I do appreciate the fact that uh, there's an image of the disabled there getting older. I may be that person in that chair one day. So I'm sensitive to that. I don't, I don't, gender neutral. I'm not, I'm not too sure. No, it is not a single. I don't know, Ray. I didn't go in it. Ray asked it was a single person bathroom. Unlike me, I didn't go in. I should have gone in it. I guess on research. Huh? Is that the way that works? Latest on the coronavirus. I thought I'd throw this in the mix today. I can't ever get this thing figured out. What is up and what is down with this thing? Um, but here's the updated uh, deal on it. Uh, which vaccines are now available? Uh, Pfizer and Moderna. Um, they're the newest mRNA COVID-19 vaccinations. Johnson & Johnson has been removed. Um, the updated mRNA vaccines are going to protect you supposedly from the Omicron latest variants. What else we got here? Um, they're updated bivalent um, vaccines. Um, Omicron BA4, BA5 accounts for less than 1% of current COVID-19 infections. Well, well, well. Since the beginning of May, Omicron XBB variants have accounted for 97.4% of recorded COVID-19 infections. Take this and, you know, as, as, as you will, I don't know what to make of it. As of May 10, nearly 231 million at 69.5% had completed the primary uh, series of COVID-19 vaccinations. Generation Z population remains the most concerned about COVID at 33%. Baby boomers, only 19%. That's about it. That's the latest. I don't I don't know what you know, govern yourself according again. <clears throat> There it is. I promised uh, myself I wouldn't talk about the debt. And uh, we talked about it pretty well yesterday. But it did title today's show, The Crowded Field. And you know what I'm referring to. Trump, DeSantis, et al. And DeSantis has already been called Mussolini. I guess they're going to reserve Hitler for Trump. 
Mussolini for DeSantis. So Politico, I just did a little research, and Politico was um, always involved, always has a comment. So I thought I'd uh, pass Politico's analysis along to you. Now, according to Politico, DeSantis doesn't want to be anti-Trump. What he wants to be is an effective and less scandalous continuation of Trump's political movement. Which is interesting because I think Trump's political movement is not synonymous with DeSantis's political movement. Trump was after the deep state. The deep state was after Trump. DeSantis is after wokeism. And wokeism was after the people. Wokeism was after the school boards. It was after the entertainment world. It was after the corporate world, after the pension world. My way or the highway, agree with me or not. You must believe in diversity, equity, and inclusion. That's not the deep state. That's pure racism. So think about that. Politico says the Republicans are skeptical about a third term with Trump, or a third straight Trump nomination. Trump is going to have to, according to Politico, convince people that he was a rightful winner of the 2020 election and that he is the one to really go after the deep state. Now, the deep state is a serious thing. It is, it is, there is a cover to this. I'm just going to give you the latest on the deep state. Power there's no longer, according to the analysis by David Bernhardt, oh, a while back in the journal, is not balanced among the three branches of government. The deep state is the federal government, which has 2.2 million civilian employees. 4,000 of them are political appointees. The president can remove at will. So the deep state is a 1.7 million 
federal government employees. And you see how they behaved. They corrupted the FBI. Corrupted the IRS. Corrupted the judicial system. The system of government falsely assumes that career employees in the federal government will implement the law and presidential directives irrespective of their personal preferences. Well, we know that's not true. We've got investigations covered up or slow walked. I would have I would advocate that DeSantis put that plank in his platform too. You know, you want to be able to continue that. But I don't know if you've been doing about it. Because the bureaucracy is definitely out of step with the people. Democrats outnumber Republicans in the federal workforce by nearly two to one. Well, it stands to reason they're being paid by the federal government. Interesting. Keep your eye on that. The other thing that Trump's got going against him is Trump fatigue. And believe me, the left has figured it out. They want to take him into the courtroom on any number of charges. About the time he'd be ramping up a political traction. That's all by design. All these criminal charges basically steered through the state of New York. But the crowded field is smelling blood in the water. You've got Nikki Haley. I don't think she has a chance. Political doesn't think she has a chance. Even if she wins the South Carolina's primary, you know, this woman sided with the anti Confederate world, taking down white supremacy images. That's not taking on the deep state. Mike Pence. And that guy is about as exciting as watching paint dry. The old cliche. Mike Pence? Indiana? He doesn't excite anybody.
He's a non-factor. But he's going to be in there. Tim Scott. Well, no relation that I know of. Maybe so. He does well in a certain... League, Black Republican, articulate. But he's got too many other people bumping him in the, uh, on the ride there to really let him get traction. A lot of rhetoric, but um, nobody knows that there's any substance to it. I can't believe that Chris Christie Think anybody thinks anybody likes him. I have no. The guy has been disloyal all over the place. He had his own bridge uh, scandal. He's not squeaky clean. He doesn't have a persona that excites people, but he's in, he's throwing his hat in the ring. He's unpopular at home. He's never gained traction there. And his version of truth-telling about Trump doesn't contribute anything. I think it's going to come down in the primary to DeSantis and Trump. I'm going to make a a prediction. DeSantis wins that. DeSantis wins that. Now, I've been wrong. I hate to admit it. After the Celtics made their comeback, I thought they would win in seven. They didn't. I applaud the heat. They they showed me I was wrong. So the real success that can be pointed to a track record of things is DeSantis. And he's pretty darn well organized. We'll see how that plays out. And you know, there's a there's a kind of wild card in this deck. But it probably will not make much difference. In Evanston, Illinois, um, in the black community there. In Chicago, basically. The Chicago blacks, and you know the crime rate there and all that business, are complaining. And this is probably not going to go anywhere. 
that the migrants are taking their jobs, taking their place in society, getting more attention. Let me just Google a couple articles here. Um, And you've been aware of this, I'm sure. That that's not going over well. And they got a liberal black mayor who's already orchestrated. And here's the Chicago Tribune. City Council approves $51 million for migrants. For migrants. Okay. And that's upset. You know who? This was a dramatic vote. City Hall was packed. It was a contentious meeting yesterday. It was a 34 to 13 vote. Very intense, hours long debate that made one council member cry. And the mayor having to call for order to be restored. $51 million in funds for staffing, food, transportation, and legal services at temporary shelters. Because Chicago is facing a quote, unquote, humanitarian crisis. Why? Due to Texas Governor Greg Abbott sending Central and South American migrants to Chicago, pushing the city's shelter system to its limit. Hundreds of migrants have been sleeping at police stations. Nearly 9,000 migrants have arrived since August, with about 700 arriving daily. That ain't going to work, is it? And the federal government now has not provided the amount of funds Chicago is complaining needed to deal with the situation. You know, it's this old thing. Name me, it's not in my backyard. As long as it doesn't come to your backyard, you don't care what happens at the border. But when it comes to your backyard, hold it, wait a minute. Something ain't right here. Something ain't right here. And one of the black altar ladies said, it ain't our responsibility to take care of everyone else. When the hell y'all going to help us? She's talking to her own black council leaders. How does that factor into the presidential race? I'm sorry to say that I don't think it will make the blacks abandon the Democrat Party. 
They're right there pointing out how the Democrat Party is dumped on them. And yet they're not going, they're not going to they're not going to leave the Democrat Party. I don't see that happening. But it is interesting. 51 million. A lot of money. Even getting some of that money goes to legal services. Amazing. I suppose the city of Gainesville would have done the same thing. Remember when, uh, how low can you go, Bowtie Poe encouraged, you know, this was a, what was it, a um, sanctuary city, and everybody come on down? There are even migrants moving into the colleges in Chicago. There's a college, Wright College, W-R-I-G-H-T. Are you kidding me? Chinese, I mean, Chicago food pantries stretched thin. And meanwhile, Texas Governor Greg Abbott vows to keep busing migrants to Chicago. Wow. Wow. They're even going to put Migrants at a vacant high school in Chicago. A high school vacant. Interesting. Interesting. Well, enjoy the first day of hurricane season, June 1st, is today. We'll keep our fingers crossed. Thanks for production putting up the image of the curious restroom sign at Exact Tech Center. Basketball Center at the University of Florida. Warthog Command Center out.